Before we start our episode, we want to welcome Middle Sister Wines as our happy hour sponsor. Did you know that birth order is commonly believed to have a profound and lasting effect on psychological development? And that the Middle Sister has a greater chance of having a wine named just for her? Well, welcome to the world of Middle Sister, sassy wines for Middle Sisters and everybody who loves them, which includes the Three Tomatoes. We've been fans for years of their delicious whites like Drama Queen Pinot Grigio, but we confess we're slightly partial to Rebel Red and her sassy remarks like, if anyone tells you they don't like red wine, stop talking to them. You don't need that kind of negativity in your life. They're more than just a wine. They're a family of sisters you're going to love. Learn more at middlesisterwines.com. And now we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to our happy hour podcast. I'm Cheryl Benton. And if you're stressing about dressing and clothes shopping is no longer a joyful event, you're going to love our guest today. Here to de-stress us is Scarlett DeBee. She's an image consultant who helps women over 40 love how they look with the bodies they have now. She guides women to find a personal style that works for them and shows women how to see themselves differently. And it's not about losing those 10 pounds or buying designer clothes. We love her practical tips, which she shares at The Three Tomatoes and on her own website, scarletimage.com. And she also wrote a terrific book with her tricks and tips called Stop Stressing About Dressing. So, Scarlett, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun to have this conversation today. No stressing today. (laughs) Exactly. So first, let's start with your background. How did you actually become an image consultant? And when did you start focusing on women over 40? (laughs) Well, I um, was always interested in how to make um, money stretch out in terms of your wardrobe. So I learned that early on as a, as a, a daughter of a Lowman's shopper and, um, <laughs> and being in the corporate world, but wasn't being paid the corporate pay scale. So I, I learned quickly how to make my money stretch, you know, at Lowman's and, you know, how to buy quality versus quantity. And then when I was um, a stay at home mom, I had stopped working. I was newly pregnant with my second child. A friend dragged me to see an image consultant because she had like a two for one thing. And so I was the for one. And um, I, I learned things that I never knew, but it all made sense to me. Like I would put something on and I didn't like how I looked in it, but I didn't understand why. So, of course, I'd buy something like it again and have more of what I didn't like before. Right. And, <laughs> and it's kind of like, blah, 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 like the, you know, like the tumbleweed. And when I learned that uh, florals aren't right for me, well, then that explains why all that Lily Pulitzer that was in my closet just wasn't working, <laughs> you know, because I wasn't the palm tree kind of a gal. Um, and then um, uh, colors and uh, little details that made all the difference in the world. And so I followed it precisely. My friend, by the way, never did, (laughs) but but I really did. And then a few years later, um, that same um, image consultant, you know, told me that, you know, because she would see me around town and I was really devoted to the tips. Mm, She said, you know, you should (laughs) better than than when I was in school. And uh, she said, um, you could do this. And so I um, she actually was moving away. And I decided to go to FIT because I found courses that they had like a whole training during the summer. And you don't have to do that. But my my motto is the more you know, the better you can be 
at something. Yeah. And uh, I learned things there that, again, magazines and TV just don't tell women. And I said, you know what? This is, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I myself was already, um, I think, uh, I was in my early 40s at the time. So the target um, client was me. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know, because I understood what happens. I got it. I know what happens. It's a great story. (laughs) I, I love that. I love finding out how people got into what they're doing and and you usually always find when they're happy doing it which I know you are that it's something <laughs> yeah they you find your passion and clearly you did that and something right. you're very very good at um so you you have a quote that I loved in fact I put it up at our website a couple of weeks ago and it and I it so hit home for me and it was never ever does looking good mean you can't wait to get home and rip off your clothes <laughs> and I thought oh my gosh how many how many times have so many of us felt that way you know, you're out for an evening and you get home and like you can't wait to rip the spanks off and you feel like you've spent the whole evening holding your breath in so that you wouldn't burst a seam right or or you you know or you had a um an armhole that's been kind of you know rubbing against you yeah. oh, I mean, I have so many stories like that. Right. And, yep. and and I, I think maybe some of that is dressing, as you said, dressing the body we wish we had instead of dressing the body we actually have. Right. So, right. yeah. So let's talk about that. So how do you, how do you get to the point where you're, you're like, okay, this is the body I have and I want to look good, but I also want to feel good too. How yeah, does that happen? There's a couple of things. First of all, just being a single digit size is not a guarantee of looking great in clothes. I mean, there are women out there who are a size two and four, and occasionally I will speak to them. And it <laughs> um, depends upon my mood. But, but my point is that if they're wearing um, something, it could be Prada or it could be, you know, Kohl's, if they're wearing something that's the wrong style for them or the shape for them or the wrong color for them, it's no better than somebody who's a size 18 wearing the right thing or the wrong thing for them. They're the same. So the, the thing is that, you know, we have to accept, well, we should accept the body we have now and not mourn anymore what once was because as um, I know, and you might know, and many other women know, that no matter how hard we try, no matter how much we don't eat or go to the gym, we just don't get that same body back. It's, it's pretty much impossible. And yes. why should we be unhappy? You know, like I always say, I, when, I, when I go out, I don't want to have to say I can't have dessert because I'm afraid that that button's going to pop on me, you know? So the thing is to dress for who we are now, for the body we have now. And, and that means, and this is what's hard for some women, it means that you do have to go perhaps up a size or two or three um, from what you once were or what's in your closet. But when you put on something that fits you now, that's not hugging every single bubble and lump, then you're going to feel so much better about yourself and be comfortable that it's not going to matter anymore what the label says. And you're going to get, and I always say, people get, women get compliments on how they look, not on that inner tag. Nobody is going to turn your shirt around to check out what size you are. They might want to check out what the label is because they might want to get the same thing, but they're not looking for what size you are. Yeah, that's such a great, that's a great point, Scarlett, because I think um, 
we do get really hung up on size label, you know, labels. And especially, you know, any woman who's out there who's ever gained a few pounds and then you start to panic, like you've gone into that next size, whatever that next size is. Right. And, and we also know, and I'm sure you know this as because you help women shop all the time is the sizing is all over the place anyway. So we just, all over the place. Yes. Yeah. There, there are some labels um, that, you know, I mean, Eileen Fisher tends to run a little bit bigger. Uh, so you can maybe, if you're typically a large and something else, you could get away with a medium and Eileen Fisher. But then you might go to some label like Theory, which was made for straight people, straight women, not a curve on their body. And it's not going to fit you, period, no matter what size it is, because it's not meant for a woman that has some curves. So depends upon label. Absolutely true. Yeah. So so do you think part of our unhappiness sometimes when we look at ourselves and our clothes is that sometimes we're still trying to dress like we did for that younger body, that different body, and then it's just kind of not working for it anymore? What What's going um, on here that makes it so difficult when we start to get into our 40s? For some is that they really think that they're going to lose the weight. And, and this can go on for decades, which is really what's, you know, sad. And that all that time, I mean, literally 10, 20 years of wasting dressing for the body that, that you have now, Right. While, you're, while you're just wearing the same old, you know, leggings and, and tunic top or a T-shirt because you think you're going to, you know, lose weight and get back to what you were. And by the way, avoid leggings when you want to lose weight because leggings, you, you can gain 10 pounds and not know it until you have to put a pair of jeans on with a zipper and a button. And then oh, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> you know, that's, that's therapy at that point. So Yes. Um, but, yeah, so it's about, in many cases, it's about not wanting to go try something on a size that'll fit you now. And in some cases, women are feeling that there really is nothing out there, so why should they bother? And it's not true. There's plenty out there, even shoes that are comfortable, that look good, that you can wear. But a lot of women, because they tend to um, go to the same store and they can't find anything, they get frustrated and think that means everywhere it's going to be the same problem. Right. And um, and then one of my biggest tips I have to give women is um, about shopping is that women tend to kind of go to the same store over and over again. And what happens is that they keep buying more and more of something because it fits them, but it doesn't make them feel good. And then that will bring you down also because just because it fits doesn't mean it's going to make you feel that you're attractive or that you look good. And yeah, exactly. it's important to kind of like it's experiment is really important. Go to a different store, try a different size, definitely try a different label. Um, but it, it's there's and, and some women just, you know, kind of give up. And interestingly, I have a lot of women that come to me in their 70s because they said, you know, what am I waiting for already? You know, why am I waiting to, to feel better about myself when I open up my closet? Like, what's, what, what did I do to keep myself from doing something for me all these years? Wow. Oh. Wow. That's powerful. So uh, tell me, let's go back a little bit. How do you, how do you, a woman comes to you and just says, look, I just, I don't like how I look anymore. I don't know what to do here. Right. What, what are sort of the steps that you take her through? Well, and, and a lot of times what they'll do is they'll say, you know, I want to look younger, but I don't want to look like I'm trying to look younger. Right. You know, and that's important. So whether I work with somebody in person or virtually, because I do do both. Right. I, I, the first thing to determine 
for uh, a woman is what are the best colors for her to wear. And I mean the colors near her face because the colors is what changes a person's skin tone, eye color, uh, skin, uh, skin color, of course, and your teeth, your, the color of your teeth. So Ooh. believe it or not, the wrong color can make your eyes look yellow, your teeth look yellow, and never, there's, never, there's never a reason, unless you want to call on sick, to let that happen. So, I mean, <laughs> that's just not, not good. So th- it's really important to get the colors. And, um, and, and basically what you want to do is look for colors that make your eyes sparkle and make your skin, cone, skin tone look smooth, not, r- you know, ruddy or green <laughs> um, or yellow, like I said before. So when you get, when you know what the right colors are for you, then you only should buy those colors in the sense of tops, you know, dresses or shirts, scarves, necklaces, earrings, just stick to those colors. Then immediately you're always going to look better, immediately. And and I know, black is great. It's not great for everybody. Well, you know, I wanted you know. yeah, I, I wanted to get to the black thing because we live in New York, so yeah. we know that's kind of a uniform, right? And and I confess, I I have a lot of black. But what I try to do, and I know I've heard that black actually can make you look older. Is that mm. uh, it can make because it can make the um, circles under the eyes darker? Yeah, yeah. And it can be harsh on some people. Yes. And so yes, it can it can be aging. So what but, I what I try to do is to, you know, add color or interest with a, with a, you know, a great necklace yes. or a scarf or a jacket. Yes. You know, I try to add some color to it. Exactly. Yeah. As exactly. long as you don't look like you're in a constant state of mourning, that's, right. that's a great idea. And so, yeah, so that's where the, that the best colors come into play. Um, scarves, necklaces, earrings, um, like you said, a, a jacket, you know, something to add that color that'll make the skin tone and the eyes sort of pop. That's really, really important. Otherwise, uh, and also why disappear into the crowd, especially right. in New York? Why do we, we don't want to look like everybody else. You know, when you go to a, an, a, an event for, uh, let's say networking or a wedding, why look like every other person? So if you're going to wear black, and I do, <laughs> I do add color with um, accessories. Yeah, that's interesting. I have a friend of mine who's um, a society photographer. So you'll always see her at all the the galas and the fundraising stuff. And she said to me, she said, I always go for the people wearing color to get my shot. And she said, she said, if you want to get in the, you know, on the page six and the New York social diary, (laughs) she said, wear something colorful because that's going to increase your chances that the photographer will, will pick that image to send in. Yeah, so makes for a more interesting picture. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So what that. else? So we've got, we've got color. So color. So then after I talk about color, then I help a woman um, find out what the best neckline shape is for her. And uh, because, you know, some people think that if you're short, it means you should wear a V-neck. And that's absolutely not true. It's got nothing to do with your height. It has everything to do with the shape of your face. So years ago, I had a new client who told me that she uh, was saving up to get a um, chin reduction because she hated the fact that she had a, a double chin. And when I went to her home, honestly, her chin really wasn't bad at all. But I noticed that Everything she owned, every suit jacket, every dress, every sweater, every blouse, everything was a round neckline. And so imagine if you have roundness in your face and you don't like it, 
and all you do is wear round necklines, you're going to look rounder. You're going yes. to, you're going to make a double chin, even if there isn't one. And if you have a little extra under your chin, it's going to be more pronounced. So she had one, I'm not kidding, one V-neck top. And when I put her in the V-neck top, so I was making outfits for her with her clothes, she couldn't believe the difference it made. She had been buying the wrong neckline all that time because round necks are more common. Yes, and yeah. uh, it, was, it, was, it was unbelievable how something so simple and small can make such a huge difference. So then, so you have color, you have necklines, and then I might get into... Um, well, I not might, I do, using a woman's clothing or with thick pictures if it's um, virtual. Then I show what details on the clothes matter. So for instance, um, some people have narrow or, or, or broad shoulders and in narrow meaning too narrow, too broad. Well, then there are details on jackets and tops that can accentuate or, or minimize these things. Somebody might have uh, a very, like, might not have... Um, a large chest might be very flat and wants to have a little bit more. Well, then there are details that you can add to that. Some women would prefer not having as much while everybody else is paying to have as much. They don't want to have as much on their chest line. Well, there are details in shirts and, and dresses that can minimize the size of, of the breast or maximize. It depends upon what the woman's goal is. There really is no right or wrong. That's a personal preference. Um, it can be where the seaming is. It could be the, the shape of a hem on a jacket. Is it round or is it square? These little teeny things that when, I, you, when you see it, when I show it to a woman and, and right. she can see the difference it makes, it's like those big ahas. And then when she sees how different and how much better she can look, then the closet is no longer as um, overwhelming or intimidating because now they don't want to keep anymore something that um, has all those wrong features. So it becomes very easy for a woman to say, I'm done with this because she now can see why it isn't flattering. So whether she lost 20 pounds or not, wouldn't change the fact that it still wouldn't be flattering on her. That is great advice. Great advice. And that's something I, I you know, most of us don't really tend to think about. So I, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, and it then, really, it's, it's true. It's all, it's all about no, knowledge is power, right? Yes. And then you talked about the right size clothes that actually fit yeah. the way they should as being something that's very important too. Very important. And so it doesn't, it does, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to get all depressed and upset because a lot of women, um, when I was in a store actually with a client the other day and a, a stranger thought I worked there or maybe she heard what I was doing with my client and she wanted my opinion on, on a dress and, um, or she wanted me to zip up the zipper for her. That's what it was. And I zipped it up and, uh, it was really, really nice color for her. Nice style. It was a tad too tight. And she said, nah, it's too small. I said, it's beautiful on you. Try the next size up. She said, no, if I have to go up a size, I'm not getting it. But it was, a, it was, the dress was gorgeous for her. It was gorgeous. Who cares? It was one size up. She could always take it in if she wanted to, but she was, she was probably, you know, in her upper sixties. So why not just enjoy life and just get the size up? Exactly. And, you know, it's, it's that arbitrary <laughs> label thing again. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you just hit on something else too, and that's having things tailored. How important can that be to oh, how, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. look? 
Oh, it's so important. Women, you know, we are we are neglected with from those tailors. I mean, if you you know, when a man goes in a store, I mean, he sneezes and there's a guy with a tape measure. Right. Um, you know, and for us, not all stores have a tailor. Every every men's clothing store does, and every woman's clothing store doesn't. That's so wrong. I'm sorry. It's just so wrong because they are not nearly as complicated as we are. So I don't get that at all. I mean, we have curves on curves and, and I mean, it's just not right. So I tend to shop at stores that have tailors like, you know, Nordstrom's. Right. Um, and sometimes some, you know, some better stores, you know, Saks, whatever, will have that too. But you, you, it's, it's something that women neglect to do. So this is another reason why women kind of get defeated. They go in a store, they're trying a pair of pants. It doesn't fit right because it gaps at the waist. So right away, they're wrong for me. And the trick is tailor, tailor, tailor. You get the pair of pants that fit the widest part of your body. Typically, it's the hips. And if the waist is too big, you get the waist taken in. The odds of finding a pair of zipper with a button or snap pants that don't need any tailoring that fit you just right, it's really, really small because we're all so different. So tailor, tailor, tailor is is the way to go. And then you can get something in a size that fits the widest part, get everything taken in like we used to do in the 50s and 60s and before that, everything was customized for us. And that's why those women look so good. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that's that's great advice. And you're right. Most women do not think you're right. If it doesn't fit, that's it. They move on to trying something else. I mean, you know, you look at the show, um, uh, Maisel. Yes. Yeah. Marvelous. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I mean, I mean, come on. Those clothes are just to die for. But if you're going to go back to that to those days, they did not walk into a store and, and take it off the rack. It was so much of it was made, you know, custom fit. And, and that's what women need to do more of. Instead of buying tent clothes, buy clothes that can be tailored to fit the body that they actually have. Exactly. I love that. So you dressed, you've dressed a lot of women. So what are some of our, our most common concerns? I know definitely the arms is a big thing, especially now with summer. Yeah. Um, and that can be, you know, when we have to uncover our arms this time of year, that can be <laughs> panic inducing for some of us. So what are some of the, what are some of the common things and what are some of the things we could do and also, I just, I want to come back to Spanx, too, after that. I'm throwing all these <laughs> questions at you, because I know you are not a believer in Spanx, which I no, love. Yes, I love. Yes. You know, everyone's always like, well, you have to wear the Spanx so the garment looks great. So yes. anyway, that was a lot I just threw at you. So start wherever you like. Okay. Well, okay, start with the Spanx. I, uh, I'm a total non-believer in Spanx. I mean, you know, I know that they can make some women look good in an outfit. But going to the bathroom is like an ordeal in itself. Then the thing rolls down on yes. you. And then you have to gracefully figure out how to roll it back up, um, you know, at the party. Or, and uh, that's never a good look. And also, it, it's uncomfortable, I think. And and um, I even wrote in my book a chapter about how when I put the, when the first Spanx came out and I put one on, all it did to me on my body was literally move the excess to another spot. 
Right. I, I mean, I felt like a lava lamp. Oh, I mean, it was just like, it was like billowing around and going in different places. So when I got it up, when I got the Spanx on, well, then it, I bubbled over someplace that I, it made no sense to me. I just don't get it. Um, but there are some women who are addicted to Spanx. I mean, I, 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 I've seen this, you know, they, they will not even go to the supermarket unless they're wearing Spanx. Spanx tank, Spanx panties. If you're really, if that makes you happy, that's fine. But I don't, I never, ever find a dress for someone to put on and then say, if you put on Spanx, it'll be perfect. That's not going to happen. You can find, you can get a dress a little bit um, with enough room, enough, <laughs> I don't want to say yes. wiggle room, but enough room for you to wiggle without anything being seen. So yeah, this, I'm definitely yeah. into Spanx. This is, this is why we love you, Scarlett. No more Spanx. <laughs> no more Spanx. I, I, what, we, we're punished enough in life. We don't need to do it to ourselves. So I mean, that, you know, but, no, I already forgot the other questions. Oh, what, well, what the comment, yeah, okay. what are some of the common, you know, what do we do uh, with our arm? I know we're going to have this up at the website, our website next week with our arms. But there's other things. There's arms, yeah, the, arm, the arms are a big deal. We were at a wedding a year ago in Florida. It was very, very hot. And my husband said to me, because they're so innocent. You know, guys, are so innocent. And he said, every woman has a shawl. Why don't you have a shawl? <laughs> and I was like, and I said, honey, that's because they don't want to show their arms. And he's like, I, he didn't get it. He, like, you know, men don't, what do you, what's the problem? But. I mean, I have I have clients who are, uh, you know, size six and I have clients who are size 20. The size six is not interested in showing your arms any more than the size 20. There yeah. is a major arm phobia going on. And uh, and it's it's actually happening with young people, too. Now, I've noticed. Um, and the problem is that a lot of evening dresses are sleeveless. And so then that becomes the whole shawl situation. I do have to say, I think the stores are getting a little bit better because even like two years ago, even in the winter, the tops were sleeveless. It was, it was like, they were all laughing. Oh us, yeah. You know? It seems like everything is sleeveless. Everything. You know? So there, yeah. it's a little, it's a little bit better now, but um, I, I mean, most, I, I, most women, their arms are not really as bad as they think they are. It's a lot of it is because we become so self-conscious and, and unless we are like, you know, Michelle Obama, who, you know, does lots of push-ups and all that stuff, it's hard to have arms like that. It really is. And of course not eating, eat dessert. So, um, so it's very hard to accomplish that in real life. So I offer in that article that I wrote for you, um, I offer solutions or suggestions or things you can add on to an outfit to cover up the the arms a little bit, um, whether it's sheer or certain little things that I that I found. But if it's really hot, just take off the the extra stuff. Don't 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 faint because you don't want your arms to show. No one's really looking. It's 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 really no one's really looking like you think they are. Um, but so that's one thing. A lot of women will say to me, No, no, I, I'm not going to wear the that sleeveless top that I found for them. You know, in the dressing room. But I always have a sheer little something to put over it so then they can wear the sleeveless top and something to put on it. Um, so that's that's one thing. Uh, stomachs. Women want to cover up with the muffin top or the extra in the middle or whatever you want to call it. That's the next thing that um, women, including myself, are always concerned with because um, unfortunately, you know, I, I say that we go to bed one day and wake up the next day and some, somebody like injected, um, extra blubber into my <laughs> body or something, because <laughs> I swear it wasn't there the day before, <laughs> but who knows? Um, so, um, there are the ways to do that would be that you buy the tops and like I said, the pants or the dress 
that fits the widest part and then get things taken in where it goes more narrow. Um, I also offered, um, and maybe I should submit this to you one of these days, um, there are ways to use accessories to help camouflage um, a little bit of the middle. It could be wearing a very sheer uh, scarf that you just let hang down. So you just put it around your neck, very something pretty, not just like something, you, you know, not like an old Pashima, but something very pretty and delicate that you put around your neck and you let it hang straight down. And then that kind of like camouflages the tummy. And that way you don't have to add another jacket, another layer, and then end up looking wider. So that's one thing a woman can do. Uh, also, for some women, if they're very round, then wear um, like a sheath dress, straight, just straight. No waist, no drawstring, no empire, which is, you know, makes, can make us look pregnant at, at times that we should no longer be pregnant. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so, um, this pregnant woman. Society page. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, there are, there are clothes you can wear and details you can look for that can cover up that, that middle, you know, because they really, it's the arms and the middle that become a big problem. Most women, um, do not really complain that much about their legs. If they do, they, they, you know, they wear pants or very long dresses. But it's, it's really um, the, the um, shoulders, you know, the upper arms, and the tummy. That yeah. is the, the, biggest, the biggest issue. Right? I don't want to say that. An issue. <laughs> yes. So let, let's, talk a, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about shopping because I know it, we get to say, you know, I used to love shopping and now it's just, it just seems like such a chore. And, right. and I know if I have an event or something to go to and, I ha and I'm going to a store to find a new dress or something to wear to it, uh, you know, I know I'm going to be looking and looking and I know I'm going to have to bring at least 10 things into the dressing room, try mm -hmm. everything on, mm -hmm. hope that I might actually come home with something, which a lot of times I don't, which I think I think that's probably very common. But it, yeah. it sounds like a lot of what you're doing, too, is helping us find our personal style. And does that make shopping easier or yes. what would make shopping easier? I guess that's my big, the question well, I'm getting to. Help, help, help. <laughs> well, first of all, you stick to the colors. And by the way, when you stick to the same colors, you know, and I, I, I'm not saying like three colors. It could be 10 right. or 12 colors. Right. But when you stick to the same colors, everything in your closet will eventually be mix and match um, capable. You know, you can start mixing and matching everything. So that is a dream. You can have fewer clothes and more outfits when you start buying everything in the same colors. Okay. So like for me, it might be black, red, white, turquoise, navy. Um, I'm, not, I'm not even thinking anymore what else. There, a deep brown. But all these things can be mixed and matched and go together. The brown can go with the turquoise. The red can go with the turquoise. You know, it's all, so that's, that's one thing. So you stick to the colors. You stick to the neckline. Now when you have those two things, when you're going through the rack, Right. Even if that Chanel top is 15, okay, that's not really a good example. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it could be anything that is like a great label at a great price, but if it's the wrong color and it's the wrong neckline, all it is is going to be a mistake. So when you have those guidelines, you can go through the rack so much faster because you're sticking to those, to those things. So if, if I'm, let's say, only looking for a V-neck for a client and I know that she looks incredible in, uh, you know, olive and cream and, and dark brown and she looks terrible in black, well, that's half the rack. 
that I can avoid looking at right there because half the rack is always black anyway. So you, you sort of start there. Then you, um, my advice is when you're shopping, take two of everything in the dressing room. So if you're going to look for a dress, take the same dress in two sizes into the dressing room. Ah, so that, that, that saves you from having to go out anyway, you know, right. to look for it. Um, and then also, before you go out, and this is the big thing, women tend to, they have an event coming up and they go, oh, I have to buy something for it. So now they go off and buy something, typically out of frustration, not out of love, meaning they're not that crazy about it, but it fits, it'll do, it's something, it's new. And now you have another thing you spent money on that you're probably never going to wear again. And so if, if something's coming up, it, it, it doesn't hurt to look in your own closet really carefully because there are oftentimes there's something already in there that you can wear. You might have just forgotten about it or your closet's so full you didn't even know it was there anymore. So that's, you know, just to save a little money and a little aggravation, it doesn't hurt to look deeply into the bowels of your own closet before yeah, you go out. That, that's you know? great advice. I mean, if you can shop from your closet, that's always a really good thing. And and I've actually been doing a lot more of that lately, too, because, uh, you know, I'm not in an office all day anymore. So I've actually found there's a lot of things I had forgotten I actually even yes. owned. So sometimes yes. when I go and look and I can craft something and it's such a yes. great feeling and yes. much less frustrating than heading to a store. <laughs> right. Right. And then you can take a, one, a new fabulous necklace and, and, or a bag or shoes and then change it anyway. I cannot tell you how many times I'm in a woman's closet and we're going, what happens is when I'm working with a woman, um, I create outfits, new outfits using the clothes that she already owns. And so I'm going through the closet and she's going through the closet and all of a sudden she'll say, Oh, I forgot I had that. <laughs> or, exactly. You know, and, and it could have the tags on it still. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's gold in them hills, you know? I love that. Well, we all we all need we all need scarlet in our closets. That's what I'm gonna say here. And honestly, I this has been such a great conversation. We're gonna have to have you back because we didn't even cover it. <laughs> half the things I wanted to ask you, but I, but I'm already de-stressed. So that's a really good, good thing. And I just thank you so much. And I know that, uh, you work with people in, in real, in the real world, but in, also in the, the virtual, world. the virtual yep. world too, which I think is yep. great. And I so, also have a, I also do a, a Scarlet on call. So for any client that's worked with me, I'm on call. So like Sunday, I had a client in the dressing room say, if you have time, can you look at this on me? And I'm literally in the, in the dressing room with her with texting. That's, <laughs> oh, that's great. I love that. I love that. So people can learn more about you at scarletimage.com. And uh, they can also read a lot of your articles at The Three Tomatoes. And of course, your book, Stop Stressing About Dressing, is a great resource guide, too. So thank you, thank, thank you so much. This has been delightful. Same here. It was a lot of fun. And Good. until next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.